God states very clearly that faith without works is dead. You have people inside the Senate. You have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your turn. You are not wrong. They have lied to us about everything. The border, the elections. I remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? We are fighting a war against principalities. We are fighting a war against evil. I pray that we get to look into the eyes of every single child in this country proudly, that those children can look back and be proud of us, knowing that we fought for them. Men, I don't talk with empty words. Those teaching aids, those are called balls. Gentlemen, I've given you back your balls. You only got one? Improvise. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back, Patriots. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast, otherwise known as the Captain Obvious Show. My name is Apollo. Uh, Joe is traveling this morning. He will be back. Uh, I believe he'll be on this evening. This evening, we also will have CanCon on because there's a lot to go over. Uh, and so we're going to have some fire for you. Then, quick update before we get started. Uh, number one, thank you for everyone who helped out uh, in supporting our candidates here to raise the funds for their recount here in Colorado in El Paso County. Um, the last word that I'm looking at right now is that Linda Zamora Wilson uh, still needs uh, about $3,000, so if anyone can help her, please do so. Uh, you can go to coloradorecount.com slash candidates. Um, I believe Ron Hanks and Tina Peters might still need some help as well. Um, but as you, if you saw the show yesterday, there was eight candidates who were able to raise everything. They got their challenges in. So thank you for being part of that effort. We are going to take these fraudsters down this year, and we are going to retake our elections. Um, so again, thank you. Go to coloradorecount.com forward slash candidates. Uh, support Ron, support Tina, and support uh, Linda Zamora Wilson. Um, but we've got a lot to talk about today. And... Uh, I am very excited because we have, uh, returning to the show, someone who is an amazing... She is an investigative journalist. Uh, she actually made some big headlines uh, from my home state of Michigan. She's a mother, uh, a homeschool mother, in fact, and she's done some awesome work. Uh, one example being the investigation that she did into the hospital systems in Michigan and the great interviews that came out of that regarding how they were pressuring staff and some... Uh, it's some COVID nonsense that does not put life first. Uh, but I want to play real quick just because I, she has such courage. And uh, in a time such as this where we seem to have all this information and you would think that if we weren't experiencing the crisis of courage that we do have in this country right now, that there would be whistleblowers and people coming out of the woodwork to expose the evil that we are seeing uh, you know, drive our society and run our institutions. 
Uh, April Moss was one of them, so I'm going to introduce her with uh, the video where she actually came public with. So here we go. Thanks for watching First Forecast. I'm meteorologist April Moss, and happy Father's Day. Today we saw temperatures above normal again, topping out at 85 degrees at Metro Airport. Plenty of sunshine today, but all good things must come to an end, and that starts as early as tomorrow morning with showers moving in around 8 a.m. And speaking of a brand new week, I will be sitting down this week with Project Veritas to discuss the discrimination that CBS is enforcing upon its employees. Tune in to Project Veritas for my full story. Now, later Monday, we will see those showers. So, the <laughs> again, just awesome courage. And I wish we had more people all over the country with that kind of courage. So without any further ado, uh, April Moss, welcome back to the show. How are you? Hey, Apollo. Such an honor to be here with you. Great, thanks. Mm -hmm. So uh, sorry to I blindsided you a little bit with that with that throwback to uh, <laughs> you know to it, your own feeling, but makes me smile. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I was thinking that about was about it about a year ago. Yeah, 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 and uh, yeah, it it was amazing to see it, and now it's amazing to see you know where you've gone with this, and uh, you know you've got an awesome network of your own now. It's April Moss TV, is that right? Yeah, yes. And I'm a correspondent for Real America's Voice. And then I contract out to whoever wants to hire me to do some investigative work. Awesome. Yeah. And like I mentioned, we've seen some of some of that awesome work. So uh, but I know you've got I know you've been working on some awesome stuff because uh, the last time we spoke, you had some things in the works. But I know you were also at the Trump rally in Arizona. Uh, so I'll give you the floor. Uh, tell us what what's going on in in April Mossland and uh you know, the, uh, I, I know you've got some insight into Michigan and Arizona, so I'm going to turn it over to you. Yeah, so um, I was at the Arizona Prescott, Arizona Trump rally over the weekend. Um, anybody who has been keeping an eye on Arizona politics knows that Arizona has the best America first ultra MAGA uh, representation in candidates that are up for election, uh, notably Carrie Lake running for governor. We have Abe Hamaday, who is running for attorney general. And for those who aren't familiar with him, he is kind of a newer name that has gotten out there. Uh, he is endorsed by President Trump. He is a current army captain and former Maricopa County prosecutor, now running for attorney general. And he is determined to put people behind bars for their illegal activity in the elections. Um, so when he came out on stage, everybody loved his music. They played the uh, bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do? Um, they played that music as he came out. And there's just so many hard-hitting people from Arizona. It makes me jealous. Every state in America needs some fighters like what you see. And, and one of the things, Apollo, that really stands out to me the most about these America First people in Arizona is they're all unified. We have across the country with getting our America First just to like each other sometimes. But Arizona is completely unified. So I will say that gives me hope. Um, we just got to get them into office. Well, I agree 100%. And I think what we're that trend of, you know, our America First candidates being unified, I think that is going to accelerate. And I think we're already seeing that. Uh, I think that's actually something that has happened much more here in Colorado, for instance. Um, and now we we have the shenanigans that that occurred in our primary just a few weeks ago. So I think that yeah. is happening. And I definitely think that's going to continue. 
what I find ridiculous is as we know that they're stealing the elections. We know that they're continuing to lie mm-hmm. and just completely push the ball down the road. Uh, we're seeing even the candidates now, they're aligned with, with each other. I think more than anything else, Americans are starting to align bet- behind America First candidates. And it's, you know, this veil of left versus right, Republican versus Democrat. Uh, I think it is starting to fall away, and we're seeing Americans unified behind very basic morality and behind America First principles, and yet they're still telling us that, oh, yeah, these candidates aren't winning. Yep, sorry, the rhino got in. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't see the American people buying this anymore. Yeah, 100%. And, and um, of course, we know what's been going on in Colorado with what you guys are fighting for recounts. And similarly, just this past week in Michigan, uh, to pivot north a little bit, um, I wanted to talk about what News Channel 3 in Michigan, and that's WWMT, had posted. And basically what they did was they revealed a... Uh, basically the primary election results, except that the primary elections haven't even happened yet until August 2nd. And so this was caught on their website that they had posted the results showing that Tudor Dixon won the primary vote for governor, uh, the GOP uh, governor slot. And what is alarming about this is that uh, if you talk to anybody in Michigan, they're not behind Tudor Dixon. Nobody uh, really, frankly, nobody really knew about her. When Trump came to Michigan to speak in front of everyone and he mentioned her name, because by the way, he's getting fed bad information or endorsements. Uh, we, we, you know, this is not just a Michigan problem, but this is something we've seen uh, through many states is that sometimes Trump endorses a candidate and it surprises the grassroots a little bit because the people aren't behind that endorsed candidate. Uh, But Trump uh, was basically touting this woman, Tudor Dixon, running for governor. Uh, She is backed by the Duvall's family, which for those who are just not really paying attention to Michigan politics, Betsy DeVos and their entire family are behind multiple super PACs. And these super PACs have basically said, listen, we're going to pay other candidates $150,000 to run against an America First candidate. She is extremely divisive. Uh, and there's absolute, um, you know, corruption happening within the GOP in Michigan. But what I want to say about any of these news outlets posting uh, election results a week prior to the actual election, because it didn't just happen in Michigan, it happened in many other states. And I remember the night it happened in Georgia right before uh, the the Georgia primary. Um, Here's one thing that people have to kind of understand is that sometimes these media outlets put out these polls to kind of, it's almost like a an experiment to see those who aren't really paying attention to the election okay like i'm not not awake and aware america first people because we see that number we see tudor dixon winning and say what no there's no way she would win the vote there's other candidates that have more support but people who are just like not paying attention they'll see her name and sometimes they're trying to just prep people mentally for that, that is the rigged outcome that they're that they're trying to do because the GOP right now is backing Tudor Dixon instead of some other real grassroots America First people who have 
no interest other than to save the state and therefore save the country. Absolutely. And I mean, there's a number of questions. So I'll put it up for the for the audience if you because I showed this yesterday, but I think it's important that we we put it up again since we're talking about it. This was literally published for the primary a week out. And I believe I I'm going to say this with a fair degree of confidence, but I'm not positive. I believe this was CanCon who uh, who was messaging them and Basically, someone texted them and said, hey, how is it you have election results when we haven't voted in the primaries yet? They responded, an affiliate is testing our election system. <laughs> and then they responded, right. uh, who's the affiliate? So then, what is that, you know, seven, eight hours later at 10 p.m., they, they respond, thank you for your concern. Our apologies. We have been testing <laughs> our systems with the Associated Press. The numbers you are seeing are not actual results. We will have cleared the numbers. The actual primary results will populate after the polls close on Tuesday, August 2nd. So number one, few questions here. Okay, so you're testing something. How are you populating these results, number one? Why would you, even if you weren't planning on, to th on releasing them and it did by accident, why are you running them with actual candidates' names, especially in a way that would get published? Uh, you know, that to me could very easily be election interference, especially if, like you mentioned, they're pushing this out so that people get in their minds, oh, you know, and they have the right. plausible deniability. Well, it wasn't the real election. We were just testing something, and oh, it looks like the you know the rhinos all won. Uh, I mean, th there's so many questions with this. On top of the fact that it wasn't the first time that this has happened. It did happen in Georgia. It happened in one or two other states as well in the last year. Mm -hmm. uh, I in mean, Hawaii too. I'm hearing all kinds of people yeah. contact me about this as well and and so there you go right this is this is the crux of our issue in america is that the media is the enemy of the people right it's the exact opposite of what it was designed to do we were designed to be the watchdog for society to be the ones holding politicians uh accountable for corruption and to do real investigative work to expose fraud and what has happened is that the media has been hijacked and is now just another arm of um, in my opinion, a, a propaganda outlet by the government and and people who are tied to globalist entities and globalist organizations. Um, and that's the same thing that we're seeing happen within the GOP, where you have Democrats and infiltrating into the Republican Party to dismantle it from the inside out. So there's so many different things, Apollo, unfortunately, that we are the patriots are up against in this country. And I think, you know, we're all being spread very thin, even as a journalist, right? It's like, ha, ha, you need so much time to delve into all of these issues. But when there's so many issues, right, it's hard to just um, to, to cover it all, to be honest. No, I mean, it absolutely is. We, you know, we do 10 shows a week, and, and sometimes more. But our baseline is we do we are 10 hours live Monday through Friday. Uh, and we end up going over a lot of those shows because we can't get through everything. And still, it constantly every day it feels like we are so far behind because you can't you can't keep up with all of these things. And luckily, we have guests like you and others who who you know do have uh, some time invested in other topics. But I think that's part of their plan. I think that's and it has been on the political yeah. side. It has been on the medical side with regarding COVID. It's the 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 mockingbird media. Uh, deal just like January 6th just you know all, all of these issues they want to keep you running in circles and just keep blasting you with so much information whether or not it's congruous 
and that way you can't ever really get your bearings and what it leads to is people get tired they get uh, they get burned out they don't want to keep up with it anymore and you get people chasing all kinds of squirrels in other directions and it's just one more layer that is meant to divide and confuse and just you know and demoralize the american people from staying focused on mission and seeing who our true enemies are and what the big fight in front of us actually is um but what you said about being more. a fourth arm yeah that's exactly what they are they are the uh it's a, a basically a psychological operation division of a combination of the intelligence uh, agencies in this country the some branches of the military and our political establishment, which is sold out to these globalist interests. It, that's like end all case in point. That's what we're seeing. It's so true. <laughs> and I know yeah, you brought up some monkey pups. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Before we get into that, I just want to, I want everybody from Michigan to really pay attention to this next thing that I want to bring you uh, complete awareness of. It's an organization in Michigan called Promote the Vote, and you can learn more about it. Promote the Vote two zero two two dot com. It is a le they say they're nonpartisan, but they're being funded by left wing organizations like the ACLU and the NAACP. And what they're trying to do is basically legalize fraud, election fraud in Michigan. This is going to be an amendment to the Constitution, and they already have nearly 700,000 signatures uh, that they've had on a petition to get this changed within the Michigan Constitution. Now, when you read this website to the average person, they would say, oh, this sounds great. There's nothing wrong with this. What could be wrong with this? Well, let me just walk you through uh, some details here because first of all, they want to charge every single taxpayer in Michigan to pay for the postage for absentee ballots. Okay. And they want to remove the provisional ballot requirement if a person votes without an ID. So for example, if someone doesn't have their ID, they can still place a vote and they just sign their name. Well, who's actually going to make sure that that person is who they say they are? This is the problem all of these things. They're trying to implement changes to the Michigan Constitution so that it's going to forever make it legal to um, begin voting nine days, up to nine days early prior to election day. And then they want one ballot drop box for every 15,000 people, which will be made available 40 days before election day up until 8 p.m. on election day. So you can hold just on, hold say on. Can goodbye. You re just repeat that those last couple lines one more time. Yep. One ballot drop box per 15,000 people which will be available 40 days before election day up until 8 p.m. on election day. So they want to legalize these drop boxes, charge American um, Michigan taxpayers for the postage for everyone to get an absentee ballot. And by one time submitting an absentee ballot application uh, to be permanently placed on the absentee voting list, and automatically be sent an absentee ballot every subsequent election. It also allows for private donations in elections. And if there is a tie, they will draw lots using rules promulgated by the Board of Cancers, which that brings me to another point. We have a problem with corruption within the Board of Elections. 
Um, and I reported on this story. It happened to GOP candidate Donna Brandenburg. She submitted over 24,000 signatures to get her name on the ballot. And the Michigan elections uh, said that she could not be on the ballot because she did not submit enough signatures, even though she submitted well, well more than the required amount. I believe it's 15,000 you have to submit. And um, she said, well, wait a second. I submitted, you know, almost 27,000 signatures to you and I have copies of all of them. And she filed a lawsuit against them. And lo and behold, the day after she files the lawsuit, the Michigan Board of Elections all of a sudden says, oh, you know what? We we found an extra 7,000 ballots in a back room. Someone had put it into a back room and not where the ballots really belonged. And the board of canvassers relies on the information from the board of, of elections. So it's just Michigan has so much swamp to clean up. Um, but what's really important is that everybody understand to vote no on this, uh, this Michigan uh, constitutional amendment that's going to be on the ballot. And when is this, uh, when is this vote coming up? So I'm not sure if it's going to actually show up on the primary uh, ballot on August 2nd or if it'll just be on the November ballot. Okay. But probably the November one, I would assume. That's what I'm guessing. I don't see anything uh, yeah. for the primary on the website. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's a big deal. And not that it surprises me that, uh, I mean, so number one, I want to back up a little bit. They're, so they're going to have the taxpayers pay for the postage for everyone to get a mail-in ballot. Uh, I find yep. that a little bit fascinating because the entire mail-in voter push was because of the COVID pandemic, uh, you know, the pandemic. Uh, mm -hmm. I'd like to say I'm surprised that suddenly that is becoming, just like 9-11, you know, all of a sudden you needed to get groped and patted down and they needed to touch your kids at the airport, uh, you know, for, for a time being. And here we are 20 years later doing the same thing. Uh, I find it fascinating that two years after this supposed, you know, pandemic, now where the most harm that we've seen is actually people getting vaccinated and we no longer have lockdowns uh that suddenly we're all going to pay for mail-in voting which on top of you know the 2000 mules uh drops all the information the very clear fraud that we've seen we've seen the uh the drop boxes at the tcf center uh in michigan uh and so now they want to enshrine that and they want to change the constitution uh, in all the ways that you just said, if you you need any more information in Michigan that the people serving you are not serving you, that they're corrupt and are doing nothing but attempting to hold on to and solidify their ability to rob your voice and to determine, to predetermine the outcome of the elections for the rest of your lives, that's all you need to see right there. And I mean, yep. this coming right on the heels of now, oh, oops, we released the election results for the primary week in advance. <laughs> and, and Apollo, what I want to know is, where where are all the GOP Republicans saying, you know, hey, listen, promote the vote is bad, is bad news, and here's all the reasons why we can't have drop boxes. Where are they? They're silent, Apollo. And so that that should alarm bells as well to people of, wait a second, um, where, where are these Republicans? Well, sadly, in Michigan, they're the rhino Republicans, and I'm not going to say a word about it. Yeah, well, that that is the uh, one of the most disappointing things is that these these candidates are not behind this um, and are not they're not on top of it. I talked about this yesterday that we seem to be always 
uh, people think about standing up, and I see so many people, they have this idea that, you know, you just, I'm speaking out. Like, we need to be forward of our center of gravity. We are way past the point where it's, we just all stand up and say, no, thank you. We like our America as it is. America is not going to be as it, as it ever was. And it's time that we start taking ground. We need to be on the attack. And I don't mean, you know, in a violent way, but we need to be like dogging these people down. We see you. We know what you're doing. Everyone needs to be aware of this. And our political candidates need to be the first ones to do it. Uh, so I hope that Ryan Kelly, uh, I hope that he's going to be on top of it. I know he's still going through a, quite an ordeal, uh, you know, because that's a, a good use of our intelligence services to attack a, a gubernatorial cam candidate. Uh, over some misdemeanors from two years ago. Um, mm -hmm. But again, like we have rampant criminality and the, po the politicians aren't doing it. The uh, I'd like to see more America First candidates not doing it. Uh, we are grateful that we have independent journalists like you who are actually hunting some of this stuff down. But, uh, I mean, we're going to do our best to put this information out. How, how, can, how can we, like, blow up this... Uh, this constitutional issue in Michigan, because I'd really like to get yeah. huge pressure on this. We have to, we have to. Um, so basically, we, we basically need to be contacting the Michigan Republican Party, your representatives, the, the legislation, and say, listen, what are you going to do to fight back against this promote the vote? Because what they're doing is they're making it sound, and, and, and here's where we have to focus. The, the JFK era Democrats, the soft liberals, they are the ones that need to be aware of the schemes of the radical left. And a lot of times we use this word progressive because in the conservative uh, world, we, we hear the word progressive and we immediately say, oh, okay, yeah, they're far left. Those progressives, right? They're always pushing the um, agenda of LGBTQ and transgenderism and all of that. But to the liberals, that word progressive is actually a positive connotation. So what we have to start saying is calling them what they are, which is authoritarians, because these far left authoritarians say it's their way or no way, right? You, you know, if you don't like drag queen story hour, then, you know, you are, uh, there's something wrong with you because you're not being inclusive and all of this you know, BS that they want to conservative families. But basically, you know, the, the leadership in Michigan right now, the far left leadership like Whitmer and Benson, they are authoritarians. And we saw it when Whitmer locked things down and sent the Health and Human Services Department uh, out against the people. So we just have a crisis with that going on. And we need to put the pressure on the Republicans to say, listen, you need to start using your voice to say that this initiative by Promote the Vote is wrong and that we cannot leave drop boxes. And we have to start seeing them speak out about this. And I know right now that the leadership within the GOP in Michigan does not want to talk about the election on November 3rd, 2020, or anything to do with election integrity. They just don't even want to talk about it. No, they don't. And we were speaking briefly about this before before we started. Uh, we had Stephanie Lambert on, uh, who uh, filed an addition to her case in Michigan. And it, it, part of that, uh, I, I believe it was Exhibit A, part of that filing was an expert report 
uh, a cyber expert who went through some of the data that they got. So basically what happened, and I'll just brief you real quick and review for the audience, uh, they had subpoenaed a lot of the entire state's uh, information, and basically what they had was some of these thumb drives, which had, uh, at the precinct level, they had the voter, uh, the voter records, including timestamps of when people actually voted. And these were compared to what was subpoenaed uh, from the state of Michigan, from the Secretary of State. Well, guess what? They did not match. Uh, not only that, there was all kinds of voters that showed up on the precinct level, uh, worse on that side, than showed up at the state. The state level had all kinds of voters that showed up there that didn't show up at the precinct level. I believe some of them were, you know, like 100 and something years old. Uh, some of them, I believe, also uh, were in the file but weren't registered to vote until, I believe it was months after the date of the election. And the, all of the data that they got from the, from the state had all the timestamps zeroed out. And so there's a number of, thing, number of questions there, but on top of that, this was uh, after the Attorney General and the Secretary of State in Michigan, the, the politics there, I believe it was Dana Nessel, she actually, uh, and I, we have that, uh, that letter is in the, is in the filing, and I'll, I'll send that to you, but she demanded that these thumb drives be deleted, which, number one, that is election, uh, <laughs> you know, that's material evidence that should not be deleted. Uh, but she ordered those erased shortly after the election, uh, and now after some of those uh, some of those people saying no, we're not going to do that. Some of the clerks and resisting uh, giving up some of the data and doing these updates that we know on record will delete the the data and the log files. Uh, that became a huge issue. Some of them were then pushed out. They brought in uh, some some of their own agents to actually administer the elections. Uh, but it's just one more nail in the coffin. What is what is going on in Michigan? They don't want to talk about election fraud because the their own data that was subpoenaed it raises absolute issues. It ra raises so much concern that there is absolutely nowhere we can go uh, in our elections in Michigan with these machines without having uh, a forensic audit, without knowing what exactly happened and knowing why some of this stuff occurred. And that's not even touching the the ballot drop boxes that came into the TCF center. Uh, you know, on and on and on. Yeah, it looks like you're muted, April. And as we see the continued assault on our privacy, on our freedoms, and the information war we find ourselves in, it's always important to protect your online activity. So if you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet, or maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you, if you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using incognito mode will not solve the problem. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is 
offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners of Conservative Daily Podcast, and you get a 30-day money-back guarantee, so you're getting nine months for free. On top of that, it's an awesome deal. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's running. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to IPVanish.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com forward slash daily. Still nothing from you. Let me see. I don't think it's on our side. Well, here, tell you what. Just uh, ref- If you just refresh the page, um, that'll probably fix it. So I'll just wait for you to come back on. Um, but while she's doing that, I know she uh, sent over. Uh, there we go. We've got your audio back. Yep, we've got you. Okay. Um, so I know, I know you. Uh, we have a a time stop with you. I don't want to take more of your time, but I'd like to let you jump into the monkey pox real quick before we let you go. If you if you can do that. Yeah, I have some time. Yeah, no, I'm not in a hurry. Okay, perfect, awesome. Yes. Yeah. So uh, talking about the whole monkey pox thing. I mean, again, this is we're smarter than this, right? We're smarter than this. We know that this is the the plan of the left to try to put people into scare mode, uh, another tactic of fear porn to try to keep them, uh, to keep us locked down, to be honest, for the elections. They got to have people masked so they can continue to have people do the ballot drop boxes masked up. And, um, you know, uh, people who are awake, they're not buying into this at all. And uh, what is the the latest that I heard was that it's only affecting the gay population, uh, gay men. Yeah. So and actually, (laughs) we uh, we showed this yesterday. It it's so ridiculous that I I just get frustrated that they're trying to run this narrative. But it's also a little bit hilarious. They had uh, um, I'm trying to remember his name, something uh, Kern. Uh, He. This guy literally came out and said, uh-oh, I've gotten, I, I got monkeypox. I tested positive for monkeypox and some STD. Uh, I was at a, uh, you know, I went to like some some gay orgy in New York City. I, I, you can't make this up. Uh, I showed it yesterday. And uh, I was, I feel let down by the state because I was told there was, you know, very little spread right now and it wouldn't be that much of an issue. So I went out and... Uh, had some irresponsible life decisions, and now I'm now I've tested positive for an STD and for and for monkeypox, and I'm getting all these horrible, uh, you know, blistering and all these sores everywhere from monkeypox, and the you know the government let me down. I mean, I, I you can't make that up. That's actually what he's saying. responsibility again, right? Which <laughs> it's not. It's it's so idiotic that we have to laugh about it because these news stories are so intense and we're constantly being pummeled with thing after thing after thing that the World Economic Forum and the WHO and, you know, just the globalists in general want to throw at us that it's like we have to laugh a little bit. And um, I think they said the last article I just read was that two children actually came down with monkeypox, but they had been exposed to gay men who live a, a lifestyle with like orgies. And my first question was, oh my gosh, like 
get those kids out of out of the protection and care of those men because why would they have monkeypox if you can only transmit it sexually yeah exactly and again we're I mean, I know we haven't gotten to that point yet in the in the media rhetoric, but as we now approach the election, as we're we have now some primaries that have taken place, we have more that are going to take place, and as we approach the uh, you know the election uh, in November, I mean, we already see now they're trying to enshrine mail-in voting, you know, all over the country. They're trying to do it in in Michigan with constitutional amendments. Uh, I, I just hope that the American people is not so stupid that we fall for that. And I don't believe that they will, that we will. But it looks like the same thing they're going to try, you know, justify with the new pandemic. God knows where it came from. Did it come from the same labs that, uh, you know, that they developed COVID in, probably with our tax dollars through the Department of Defense and DARPA? Uh, but I'll, I'll just show this for the audience one more time and so you can see, April. Th I mean, this is yeah. un unfathomably ridiculous. This is one of the directors for and ironic for George Soros's Open Society Foundations specializes in public health there's no irony there uh, shares how he had sex with multiple men in a weekend for New York City pride and contracted monkeypox and gonorrhea and he blames the system for failing him it's disgusting yeah I mean and, and by the way <laughs> them saying that they uh, wanted to have a vaccine for monkeypox have you been following any of this stuff about the vaccine for monkeypox I have. I haven't. I don't have much put together on it today because we've been we've been hustling on this on the yeah. primary recounts here in Colorado. But go ahead. Yes. Yes. Farting stuff, by the way. Well, I haven't. I haven't dug into it a ton, except that I know that they were one. Somebody was saying that the smallpox vaccine is what they would start to use as a remedy for the monkeypox. Did you hear that? Yeah. And okay. So right. actually. Uh, I'm going to let you go, keep going because there's something else that I think is really fascinating that just happened. Go ahead. Okay. So, interestingly enough, the the man who was working on the smallpox vaccine came out and said, this was a couple of years ago, said, you know what, actually, there's no, there's going to be no way that we can have an effective vaccine against smallpox. It just isn't going to happen. It can't happen. Yep. Uh, and then he mysteriously, you know, had a an accident on his bike and um, is dead. And it's just um, interesting to me, right? How he was trying to say, "Hey, listen, we tried to make it work. It's not. It's just not feasible." And came out with that information, and now he's no longer here. And I will remind everyone before we go on that as we fight to take back our country, and as we are all preparing for the future that lies ahead of us, how important it is for you to protect your family and prepare yourself to be able to do so. We're blessed to have a relationship with DCF Guns here in Colorado. They have three locations, one in Castle Rock and two down in Colorado Springs, uh, but they have a ton of inventory. It's one of the things I love about DCF. They consistently have more inventory than anywhere else that I've, I've seen. If you need a handgun for concealed carry if you need something to protect your home go to dcf guns at any of their locations uh, if you go to dcfguns.co uh, which is what you're looking at right now you can go straight to their online store and you can check out the things that they do currently have in stock right now 
make sure that you get something that's appropriate and most importantly make sure that you get some training you can do that at dcf guns they offer some great training by some really really phenomenal instructors so go get something that's going to work for you that's going to allow you to be prepared get ammo magazines whatever you need they have safes and most importantly get training get familiar with the weapon that uh, you choose and make sure that you and your family are protected. So that's DCF Guns in Castle Rock and in Colorado Springs. They have two locations there. Go to dcfguns.co to go straight to their online store. It is it is fascinating, um, and you know. So we had a uh, we had um, Judy Mikovits on a week or two ago talking about. So Love number her. one, oh she's she's phenomenal, and she uh, been following her for uh, for probably 15 years uh so yeah. number one you have the people who you know have the expertise assuming that we have faith in any of these any of these vaccines in the first place saying there's no way it's going to happen uh and if you you do look at at the research and you do actually follow the official narrative yeah it's not going to happen and it doesn't make any sense number two how many of these these outbreaks we, we see the same thing with the hiv uh also under the under the you know watchful helm of Dr. Fauci, how much of a disaster that was uh, for the homosexual community, and they essentially use these people as guinea pigs. Uh, so how do we have any faith in the, especially with what Judy Judy Mikovits has, being one of the people who was actually doing the testing on some of those vaccines? They know that they've been giving people autoimmune diseases, neuroimmune uh, diseases for years through these vaccines, through the use of these aborted fetal cells and other you know, substances that they've been putting in these shots for decades. Uh, we know that that's a massive driver of uh, a great deal of, uh, you know, of diseases and of uh, some of these infections, with the, which they pass off as these uh, transmission, transmissible infections. Um, but so on top of that, they also, uh, did you see they just approved a, uh, an HIV drug for COVID patients? I didn't see that, but that doesn't surprise me either because we know that the uh, vaccines cause autoimmune deficiency syndrome in people. Yeah, I find it fascinating that they want to they want to number one use a you know use these polio polio shots. Which, if uh, if some of this is new to some of you, uh, you know, no problem. It, it was a rabbit hole for me for a long time. But they've been hurting people, millions of people with these polio shots. And in fact, they essentially caused a lot of polio, and then they changed it, and it became, uh, you know, inflammatory transverse myelitis, and you know there are a few other terms that they decided to change the definition, just like they changed the definition uh, of vaccine when they rolled out the COVID, yep. uh, the COVID clot shots. Um, but I find it fascinating, given what we now know about the COVID shots. Uh, some of the mechanisms and some of the things that they're actually putting in them and how they're affecting people. We've had multiple people saying that, yeah, they're basically going to give people AIDS and completely destroy their immune system. So I don't know. Suddenly China improves uh, genuine biotech's HIV drug for COVID patients. It kind of makes you wonder why would a an HIV drug be effective for COVID? And is there crossover between those who just get the uh, the virus naturally, or they get the shots. Uh, given the, you know, the bioengineering side of it, uh, mm -hmm. it would point to the fact that perhaps something, you know, in this, uh, in this COVID pandemic actually uh, does derive from AIDS, which is 
something that we've heard repeatedly from experts who've been working on this. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. April? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like anytime you, you hear another thing, first of all, anything coming out of China, I don't want to have anything to do with it. Um, secondly, the fact that people who didn't want to get the shot, but were coerced or, or forced to get it because of job situations, uh, you know, I feel terrible for them because they, you know, they, they're walking around with a, a shot within them that they didn't want. And, um, and I know many people who have died and, and gotten injured from vaccines, uh, specifically the COVID one. And I also have people that I know who have gotten the shots and they seem are fine, nothing wrong with them yet. Um, and so I guess again, like all of this time will tell, because this is something that anyone who's been following it closely, the vaccines closely and everything that happened with COVID closely and are awake and aware, uh, this doesn't surprise us one bit. No, not at all. And, uh, you know, again, a lot of this, I think comes down to the children. We've had now this, you know, our stolen elections, we had 2020 and now the relationship of that to this pandemic where you know they shut down our society they masked our children uh you know they did unbelievable harm to them psychologically uh we had the suicide rates you know all this and now they're pushing uh now now they've been you know authorizing these shots for for young children uh just a last month i believe they they are now you know green lighting covid shots for uh, and remdesivir, they've been giving that as well, but they're giving them to six-month-old children up to five years old. Uh, yeah, mean, there's no scientific basis to warrant that. And I just got off the phone with Dr. Talia out of Michigan, who is just um, an amazing patriot and a doctor who has been keeping up with everything that's happened. I just spoke to him three days ago regarding the children and the and the push for the vaccines on them, and he said. April, and this is something a lot of people might already know, but children don't even have the the ACE receptors or the ACE inhibiting receptors within their body for the virus to cling to. And he said, I don't prescribe ivermectin to any children or teenagers who come down with COVID because they don't, um, it, it prevents the virus from really lingering and sticking around. Now, adults and elderly people are a different story, but it's just interesting, again, because there was no scientific basis to warrant children needing this vaccine, other than I think they're trying to push it as a required childhood immunization. And if I can just say, do you have a moment? I, I would love to just add one more thing here. Go ahead. Any parents who are watching this right now, a lot of pediatricians offices now are requiring that all children be completely up to date on their vaccinations or they will not accept your child into their practice. And um, I'll just say from my own personal experience, two weeks ago, my son was ill. We recently moved to a new state, so I haven't gotten established with a pediatrician's office yet. I called a recommended pediatrician's office that the urgent care told me to call. and this pediatric office said they would not see my sick five-year-old who had had a fever for 10 days. They would not see him because he didn't have all of his childhood vaccinations. And I said, that is the most disgusting, egregious thing you could ever do. You're denying 
an innocent child from being seen and getting well because he's not up to date on his vaccinations. And, you know, then I thought about it and I thought, I don't even want to take him there anyways to a practice like that. But we're seeing this trend happening where pediatricians' offices across the country are refusing to even see children unless they have all of their shots. I mean, Apollo, this has never happened before. We've never seen this kind of push like this before. No, no. And actually, they're doing the same thing in some cases uh, to to mothers. Uh, I've, I've uh, spoken with people who their uh, their OBGYNs are saying the same thing. They're they're hesitant to uh, to see them or give them you know prenatal care, uh, you know because they they have the COVID shot. That should not be uh, th- that should not be a prerequisite to seeing a patient, especially with all the data that we have. We have the DMED database. We have the VAERS uh, numbers, which are frightening. They are terrifying. If you look at the yep. the you know, I believe the latest estimates from the CDC saying that, oops, they're 41 times underreported. Uh, I mean, and that even might be better than they were historically, because years ago, I believe it was close. It was close to one percent. So you're talking uh, nearly 100 times lower than than the actual incidence. But you have all of that information. And especially now for kids, when we're seeing uh, kids drop dead on the soccer field, we're seeing them, you know, have heart attacks. We're seeing them just out playing basketball, they die, and then suddenly, you know, upon autopsy, uh, we had Ernest Ramirez on. His son is, uh, his, uh, I believe he was 13. His son was five times the normal size, or, or three times the normal size, something his like heart. that. Yeah, yeah, his heart. Mm. This was, he got the Pfizer shot. Uh, th- this is akin, if you're going to be one of those doctors, number one, I really think you need, you need like, a face-to-face with God, and you need to have yep. uh, a look at yourself in the mirror um, because this is crimes against humanity. But there, there's nothing, yes. nothing short of that, and especially for a pregnant and not, woman. Not only, hmm? yeah. I mean, I'm just. I'll, I'll leave it at this, and I'll, I'll give it back to you. But uh, these, these are not approved drugs. These are not approved treatments. They've lied and lied and lied. They lied about the data. They lied about having the studies. Doctor Burks has now confirmed that in her, in her book, in her own, you know, little autobiography from hell. Uh, and that's that's the correct statement. Yeah. No, I, I mean, really, that's where we're at. And they, they've lied now about them being FDA approved, X, Y, Z. And then they said, well, you have FDA approved shots now. They've never even been on the market. They've never been, a, been available. And you should not in any way, conscionably, be able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, yeah, I recommend you get this if you're pregnant or for your child. Uh, you know, an experimental drug, that is the last thing that you give to children, especially young children who are uh, you know, who have robust immune defenses or a pregnant woman. That's the last thing that you should do. And God help you. God help you. I, I really do say that. God help you if you if you are one of the people pushing that. 100%, Apollo, you're spot on. And I want to say this, all the more reason why we need more truth-telling, awake doctors to come out and to form some sort of uh, these, you know, we need nationwide clinics, Apollo. We've seen the emergence of telehealth, but we have to have actual physical places where we can go when we need surgeries, when we need, uh, you know, a doctor to actually be in person with us because, What's happening now is just in my case, you know, um, what is a mother to do when her child is sick, but the pediatricians refuse to see her child 
right? It's a scary place for a mom to be in and a scary place for a pregnant woman to be in if she can't find an OBGYN. So we have to have an emerging, you know, um, parallel type of healthcare system, true healthcare. And I know a lot of us are already seeking that with, you know, midwives and doulas and things like that. But, you know, um, it's, we're, it's hard pressed to come and find a hospital who is going to provide you with, with good care. And, and, um, so I, I know it's, we're still probably years away from, from Patriot doctors and nurses being able to set up something like that, but it, it can't happen soon enough. I tell you that yeah amen and uh and actually i'm gonna i'm gonna just make a call right now because what you said about you know doctors coming forward and i mean doctors nurses across the board and in the medical field uh we we need people who are willing to be the whistleblower we need people who are willing to say no uh we use the term on the show a lot standing in the gap you need to make the decision that it's not okay you can't just use the excuse i'm following orders you know, oh, well, the protocol here at the hospital is this. Uh, the CDC says that. That's not good enough. That, you know, Absolutely. That, that's, that's Holocaust Nazi-level thought right there. So we need people yep. to, at, like, everywhere all over the country, there should be, in every single hospital, nurses, doctors who are willing to come forward. And if you want to do it anonymously, fine. But I think you should do it on record. Put your name out there. Sign the Declaration of Independence and say, I will not go along with this. I will put my name down in history as one of the people who will speak out and say, this is wrong. I will not go along with this. And yes, we need to move to a parallel economy. We need to move to a parallel health care system. Uh, this And the, the blessing I see in all this is that we are, I think, on the cusp of the you know seeing the emergence and the realization of just that, of the collapse of the allopathic healthcare, uh, you know, establishment as we've known it in our lifetimes. We're seeing the collapse of the political establishment who has used the media and used all these fear tactics and all this bullying to pigeonhole people and to keep them divided. Uh, the, I think it's really, really simple, but I'm going to make a call right now. If you're one of those people, if you're listening to this, if you end up hearing a replay, and if you know people in these fields, please share this with them. Send, send us an email. Re reach out to us. You can... Uh, uh, I know your website is aprilmosstv.com. That's right. Is there a way for people to reach out yes. to you there? Absolutely. You can contact me. I get the emails sent uh, right to my phone. I try to respond to everybody as soon as the email comes in. And I'm also um, wanting to connect people with, if you need a doctor, if you need to find a doctor to prescribe you me uh, good medicine, uh, there are two telehealth clinics that I recommend to everybody. I have a lot of resources on my website. So if you just hit the resources tab and you scroll down, you'll be able to see um, the, the different uh, outlets that I recommend. But first off is Freedom Med. Uh, Freedom Med is a telehealth program and uh, wonderful doctors. I know the doctors personally that are part of that. Uh, they are phenomenal and they will help you. And then also Dr. Gold is uh, just recently releasing her telehealth clinic. It's called goldcare.org. So if youcare.org, that's another telehealth option. And then also everyone needs to understand if you need medicine, these typical pharmacies like Walgreens, CVS, most of the time they're not going to carry ivermectin. But if they do, they're charging a whole lot of money for the tablets. The tablets 
are extremely expensive. So you need to make sure you're contacting a compounding pharmacy. Compounding pharmacies will be much cheaper. And I'm talking some somebody I know just recently purchased tablets because they didn't know any better from a traditional pharmacy like Walgreens. They paid $500 for these tablets. That's insanity. For ivermectin? Yes. That's what's going on right now. Oh, my goodness. But if in a compounding pharmacy, you might pay $50 for like a, a huge supply of them. So make sure people, you, you got to be stocked up for this fall. Um, you need to know where you have to have your medicine cabinet ready to go so that you are, as soon as you start to not feel good, you are taking all of the precautionary measures. Um, you know, I can't thank Dr. Zelenko enough for putting together the Z-Stack protocol. I personally use it every single day just to keep up on my health because I'm traveling a lot. Um, and so I, I use that. I make all of my, my entire family use it. Um, and so these are things that are over the counter. There's no excuse for you not to be prepared. And so what, what we want to do, I know Apollo feels the same way, is we always want people to be educated so that you're not in that panic mode. Because Apollo, a lot of people will call me, but it's they've already been sick for eight to 10 days. And now yeah. they're in panic mode because they, they're afraid to go to the hospital. You can't let it get to that point. You've got to make sure you're stocked with the Z-Stack protocol and um and this is it's not expensive it really isn't so anyways that's my little plug of just do do everything you can to take such good care of your health so that you don't get put in a situation where you have to get to the hospital amen you're absolutely right and uh and one more time for if you want to uh go and check out some of the resources that she just mentioned and some of her resources if you want to reach out to april uh, and if you want to reach out to her uh, I fully encourage you to do so. I want to see whistleblowers. I want to see people standing yeah. standing up and speaking out and coming forward and saying, this is not okay. This is what I've seen because they're doing everything that they can to gaslight and obfuscate the truth of what they're doing to patients, what they're doing to hospitals, and of the harm that is being caused by this agenda. So go to aprilmosstv.com. Uh, that's A-P-R-I-L-M-O-S-S-T-V for those on the audio. Also, send me an email. Send us an email at info at conservative-daily.com. If you're one of those people who wants to come forward, you can reach out to us. I will make sure that your information gets shared uh, in however such a way as you would wish it. Um, and also, uh, you mentioned Dr. Zelenko. God bless Dr. Zelenko. We are sorry that uh, he left us when he did, but we are grateful for the work and the legacy that he left. Uh, we will actually we'll have Ann Vandersteel on tomorrow uh, to speak about his foundation and his legacy. Uh, we also uh, we recently uh, are now an affiliate, so you can get the uh, ZStack protocol if you go to zstacklife.com/cdp. That's Charlie David Papa. Uh, you can get the ZStack protocol there. Uh, so do protect yourself. It is pretty affordable. Um, and it, what you said about uh, about the ivermectin, about them charging $500 for those tablets. I want everyone to think about they have spent billions of dollars getting these vaccines and on remdesivir and shoving that down everyone's throats while they refuse to give them ivermectin, while they refuse to give them hydroxychloroquine, and they're killing people. So they will spend billions of our, uh, of our taxpayer dollars, more than that even, and they bail out these pharma drugs and they'll pay top dollar to them and give it to us for free, right? That's what they say is free, free shots, free uh, COVID, you know, deep state health care. 
but then they want to charge us top dollar when we use something safe and effective that's been on the market for decades won a Nobel Prize and used to be before they started doing this and shutting the supply out in the pharmacies used to be extremely affordable and uh, oh my goodness I got ivermectin for five dollars for a five-day supply with not having insurance last year just to show you and from a Walgreens just to show you how ridiculous the 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 pricing has gone my father actually he's a so he had a quadruple bypass Uh, he's one of the patients that you know, is is uh, indicated for this. Uh, they started at the local at the local pharmacy. I believe it was at a Walgreens, uh, something like that. They started saying, "Oh yeah, no, you can't get that anymore." He had a like a standing prescription for ivermectin uh, that he was getting just for him, and uh, you know, end of last year they started, "Oh yeah, you you don't qualify for that." We had to do all kinds of finagling just to get it, and then you know the prices started going up. Uh, the, the writing's on the wall. It's very clear what their goal is. It's not to maintain human health. It's not to protect lives. It's not to, you know, uh, in, ensure anything that is in line with the sanctity of life and the future of our country. Th- they want you to get the shot. They want you to submit to this this tyrannical, evil agenda, and they will do it by any means possible. And then they'll call you the bad guy. I mean, we remember that, yep. you know, as they're, they're not going out to gay, <laughs> to these gay, you know, sex parties, and then, yeah, yeah these, and then they're uh, exposing children. Uh, I, I don't know. Do you remember last year and in 2020 when, uh, you know, going outside and trying to live a normal life or not wearing a mask, keeping your business open was akin to murder? Because I remember that. Oh, yeah. You were the you were the grandma murder. You were so um, irresponsible, um, heartless. Right. Um, all of the things. And to be honest, Honestly, Apollo, I could care less. I don't care what anybody thinks about me. Uh, I just don't. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, we know that we're on the side of truth. We're doing our darndest to try to get the information out to everybody so that they're they're prepared, right? They're aware and they're prepared. And, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. This is, sadly, this is where we're at in America right now. It's, it's the deep state lack of health care, death care, really. Yeah, there's no, there's no better word for it. Um, mm-hmm. So I know we're about out of time. If you have five more minutes, I'd, I have uh, one more top. We did, I have a ton of stuff on this, but uh, we're not going to get to it. So if you have a couple more minutes, I'd like just to you know, get your impression on this, and then I'll give you the final word. I love it. Yeah, I'll stick around. Awesome. So uh, I want to play this clip one more time. Uh, because it's so mind-numbingly uh, ignorant, and I can't believe that this person is actually thrust in front of us as if they are in any ways a leader and authority in this country. Uh, but so I'm just going to play this. I'm not going to cue it up. <laughs> you let me know what you think of this, April. To put it in law, there may be litigation, but we will be in a much better position than, um, than to not do that. And, you know, listen, women are getting pregnant every day in America, and this is a real issue, and we need to act with a sense of haste about what is at play, what is at stake, and codifying Roe will be an important um, moment in terms of putting back in place protections for, for the folks who are at risk right now because of what the court did in Dobbs just weeks ago. 
I, I assume she's saying at risk of becoming pregnant. You know, I'm glad she knows what a woman yeah. is in that statement. Oh, it's it's so nauseating to hear her talk. Um, and I'm sure you've covered this on your show, you know, this whole push from the media to um, try to get people to say, you know, oh, Republicans, conservatives are, and pro-lifers are so terrible because they're rejoicing at the overturning of Roe v. Wade, yet this 10-year-old girl from Ohio is raped and she has to cross, you know, state lines, blah, blah, blah. The whole thing was was incorrect in the way that they reported it anyways i'm sure you talked about this on your show yeah i mean the evil that they make so evident in their in their thought and in their agenda when they quite literally i mean i'll just say they, they are like celebrating th uh, the rape murder. of a child and murder they're, yeah. they're celebrating murdering children and the the reason i i have this is because the headlines today are all about abortion and how horrible it is that women don't have this right, this constitutional right, which I've yet to find in the Constitution. Uh, but all the things that are going on, the election fraud, the uh, millions of people who are dying or becoming disabled or may die as a result, including children of this COVID agenda, uh, and they have to, they're so concerned about murdering unborn children. And actually, uh, I'll just give a, a quick little statement on that from the shirt that I'm wearing. Uh, which is, you know, it is a person inside and out. I think that speaks for itself. That. But I love that shirt. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do a press release on my shirt. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, you're right, and and that's 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 what we're seeing, and that's what I mean by these authoritarians, because this isn't the typical liberal Democrats of the 1960s JFK era. JFK, you know, being pro-life back then. These this is a whole new class of authoritarians that want to legalize you know baby murder up to the moment of birth i mean how sick and disgusting and for those who haven't been following or don't follow action.org you absolutely should be following them they do incredible work to expose the realities of how heinous the uh, abortion industry is and um they posted recently some very graphic images of aborted babies and and it's very hard to stomach and, and look at them but everybody needs to so you can see exactly how disgusting this is and when we watch people like kamala harris and other liberals crying you know and protesting on the steps of the supreme court uh even the ones who came in air they were i think there was four thousand people on june 24th the day that roe v wade was announced and they were banging and trying to get into the state capitol in arizona uh and they were all just angry that they couldn't murder babies anymore and it's just we have to continue to call it out for what it is because liberals want to say you know, use the term abortion because it sounds not as ugly. But we have to continue to call it out for what it is. It's it's baby murder. That's what it is. It absolutely is. And uh, I'll put up just a, a few of these because, again, this is their agenda. This is what they truly think is so important. President Biden to sign executive order protecting access to reproductive health care services. And they talk about the horror of the Supreme Court uh, decision that it recognized for nearly 50 years a woman's right to, I'll translate, kill children in their in their wombs. Uh, so 
The president has directed the secretary of HHS to take the following actions and submit a report in 30 days. So they're looking to protect access to medication abortion. Uh, I know one of the bills had actually uh, included, uh, you know, people getting getting access remotely all over the country to, you know, uh, abortion pills, ensure emergency medical care, uh, which they define by their own terms, protect access to contraception. I don't know anyone who doesn't have access to contraception uh, in this country in the first place. Um, yep. As far as I'm you aware. You know what else they're trying to do? Sure, go ahead. Yeah. They're, they're also trying to make it so that parents uh, do not have to be notified or aware of yep. their 12-year-olds going in and purchasing contraception over-the-counter now. That's what they are trying to push, too. Um, and so, again, this is, this is the government wanting to raise your children, right, and to parent your children, that parents are now the enemies of their children and shouldn't be made aware when their children want to. Did you hear this too? I know it's a tiny bit off topic and, and then I'll say one last thing and I'll be done. But this whole push of wanting parents to not be parents anymore, uh, calling them domestic terrorists at school board meetings, and then also uh, having the kids be able to show up to school, leave your house in the clothing that for the gender that you are, uh, and then when you go to school, you can. there's a room where kids can go and change and you can be the opposite gender at school so that your parents don't know. I mean, it is so disgustingly deceptive. Um, I applaud parents who are fighting this uh, in, in the public school realm. I am so, so happy that I'm homeschooling. And uh, that's that's where we found our, our sweet spot with our family. But it is, um, it's an attack on the children for sure, many different ways. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I find it fascinating that they want to make sure that the children can have access to abortion and medication without the parents' knowledge. Uh, we, we had Stephen Schneider on last week who, uh, his school district, uh, they were doing the same kind of things. They have surveys that got released that were confidentiality uh, forms asking the child, do, do your parents know about your, your alternate gender identity? Do they know about... Uh, who, who else knows about this? And they were doing the same thing, allowing the, co the kids to come in without notifying the parents. Uh, they can be whatever, whatever they want, go by a different name. They'll introduce them to the class as a different name. No notice to the parents. Um, uh, I don't know what else you would call that other than child abuse. And I yep. find it fascinating that they will offer access to abortions for children, medication to uh, children uh, without parent approval. In fact, here in Colorado and in other states, they were offering them the option to come in and get a COVID vaccine uh, at these pop-up centers with a form. Parent didn't need to be there. Uh, someone They actually got stunned doing this. Someone went and got them on an undercover camera. Yet, they want to take the guns because you can have the... Uh, you know, you can have children and all these women. They can murder babies. They can uh, do whatever they want to the child's mind. But all of a sudden, they care about the children when it comes to uh, when it comes to these mass shootings, yeah. yes, I find yeah. that fascinating. And I'm going to be Captain Obvious, and I, I know we're going to let you go, but I want to be Captain Obvious for just one second here, everyone. So if they really cared about children and if they really brought up these stories about uh, the rape of young girls and, and that whole issue, so... It was the Captain Obvious music. Maybe you should shut down the illegal immigration coming over the southern border, and maybe you should actually acknowledge human trafficking, which results in both the rape 
and unborn and uh, you know uh, and and the you know pregnancies of an unbelievable amount of young girls and women who are trafficked, who are brought over the border, the rape that occurs and has been reported on these young girls, giving their these mothers giving their children Plan B uh, because they just expect and they know that they're going to be raped by these coyotes. If the radical left and the politicians actually cared about that, they would be doing something about the border. They would be acknowledging and hunting down uh, these human trafficking rings. It wouldn't be a sec this, you know, like third level issue while they focus on COVID shots and storming the Supreme Court justices' houses. No, you're 100% right. It, we are, and that's why living in Texas, you know, we want to see Governor Abbott do more for us. You know, I think he's a little bit afraid, to be honest. He, he said that, you know, he declared an invasion, but that really is just talk. It's not, there's no actions to back it up. And Texans really are wanting more action by Governor Abbott. I think he's going to really need to start things up, especially as we get closer to the midterms. Um, and so we're already seeing people like Carrie Lake, you know, running for governor in Arizona saying that the minute she takes her hand off of her Bible to give the oath that she uh, is going to declare an invasion at the border and she's going to put measures in place to secure Arizona. That's what people want to see happen in Texas too. And that's what we need to continue to put pressure on our politicians to do. 100%. 100 million times a thousand to the 10th power percent. Absolutely. You're 100% right. And I hope that that trend continues. And, uh, you know, Carrie Lake, another awesome America First ca candidate who is standing in the gap as, uh, I guess, Miss Captain Obvious. Um, but I know, uh, thank you, April, for, thank you for your courage. Thank you for everything you're working on. Um, I know. I know. Last time we spoke, you had uh, something that you were in the. Do you have an update on the, on the documentary or whatever that was that you were you've been working on? So it's, it's in the editing process, and I trust me, it can't come out soon enough. I'm dying to see it, and really hope that it can get out very very soon uh but at this point it's out of my hands i've done i've done all the investigative work for it it's just in the editing phase right now if anybody would like to donate to help us move it along faster uh that would be great and you can go to plandemicseries.com and click on the donate button and make sure that you type in that this money would go towards medicine. Uh, that's my documentary, and uh, we would appreciate that so much. Uh, but it is in the editing process, and so many people's lives will be changed when this documentary comes out because it's going to be the basis that they can use for lawsuits. And uh, I've already in talks with Attorney General Ken Paxton's communications team. Uh, they want to see the documentary. You know, my heart's cry in all of this, Apollo. We actually see real change through this that we contact politicians and senators and governors and say, listen, we have to stop the CARES Act, the Cures Act, the federal overreach on our states and our hospital systems. That's going to be the biggest turnaround is when we can get some strong, tough governors to move on our behalf in this issue. And that's why this documentary has got to get out sooner than later. So any financial contributions that you can that you can give would be so appreciative. Uh, but I, I know the American people are getting hard hit on every side and and there's so many causes to donate to. Yeah, I know, and there absolutely are. I mentioned one 
uh, here in Colorado. And by the way, thank you for all those from all over the country, not just in Colorado, who, who did donate uh, to get some of those challenges done and raised in time at the obscene deadline that they did give us. But uh, April Moss, I look forward to, uh, you know, to seeing that documentary. Uh, again, you can go to plandemicseries.com. Uh, then go to donate and select medicine so you can support that if you're able. And then I know you can go to aprilmosstv.com. Uh, that is your site where you have a ton of awesome information. Uh, so I recommend everyone check that out as well. Uh, that link is here. And then I'll put this up again. If you want if you want to be a whistleblower, which you should, if you have the ability, please uh, contact April at aprilmosstv.com. Send us an email at info at conservative-daily.com. Uh, and we look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to taking back our country. Uh, but, April, thanks for joining us. I'm going to pray real quick. If you can stay on for that, if you've got to go, no problem. No, I love that. Thank you. All right. So, oh, Father God, I, uh, we talk about a lot of, a lot of, heavy, a lot of heavy things on the show, the American people and all of us working you know, in the trenches to to wake up people, to, to expose the truth, to share the truth, to inspire people to action. We are constantly weighed down by this mockingbird media, by this assault on our minds, by an agenda that wishes us to be hopeless, that wishes us to be demoralized. And we just ask that you throw in front of our eyes, you turn our heads towards all of the beauty and all of the beautiful people and all of the love and the the incredible, incredible blessings that we have that are still in front of us. We just ask that we are not deterred from our own joy. We are not deterred from seeking the truth. We are, we are put impassioned without any deviation, without distraction, that we are, we are shielded by our own wills and we are shielded by your will, that we continue to expose this agenda, that we continue every day to fight for our children to fight for our country, that we are able to reclaim our elections, that these deep state agents who seek to manipulate, who seek to maintain power, who seek to obfusc obfuscate, who seek to bait and switch an election with a selection, to switch and to confuse us with a, a choice by the people, a choice of our will through you, with the will of the devil, with the will of an, a deep state cabal that wishes only to install its puppets, that wishes to rob the American people of their voice, of their control, of our control over our country, over our future, over our communities. We just ask that we see this done. We ask that we see the truth clearly. We ask that our hearts are full of joy and we are connected with each other. And we just ask that we turn only towards you. We are so grateful for, for great Americans, for strong women and leaders like April, for her entire team, for all those other patriots who are standing up, who are choosing to step in the gap, who are choosing to step out, who are refusing to bow down to the pressure when they call us names, when they demonize us, when they slander us. Let this message, let April's message, let the spirit of this show and of those who are doing similar efforts. Let it just awaken the hearts of Americans. Let it, let it add fire. Let it erupt 
the massive, massive energy within the American people that we may stand up right now, that we may retake our country, that we may say no, we may be forward center of mass. We may not sit on our heels. We may realize the power that we have, the potential that we have in each one of us if we combined all of our blessings, if we combine all of our energy, if we focus and stand as one people, as we the people, under you, under God, And together we will take back our country in this year, in 2022. We will see the will of the people done again. I, just, I ask that you bless April and her family and all those who are working tirelessly to expose the truth, to dig deeper into the machinations of this evil agenda. Dr. Talia and all those she is connected with and all those who are fighting on the ground, who are standing for the lives of their patients, who are standing for the lives of children, as we build this parallel economy, as we build this parallel healthcare system, as we reclaim the principles on, upon which this country was founded, I just ask that we stand right now, we make a choice, that we will stand in the gap, we will be the lesser magistrates, and we will start taking ground. We will start taking our country back. That starts today. And as I've spoken, I, I just ask that you awaken every person to enroll others to do the same. If we start from 10 people in no more than two weeks, if every person enrolls two more to be the lesser magistrate, we will have millions of people ready to meet at a moment's notice, ready to put the evil on notice, and to make, to make a statement of the American people gathering together peacefully for the sake of our country and the sake of our future that no power can ignore. I ask us for courage, and I ask that, I just ask that our children look back upon this year, upon all of us in the future, and they can be grateful that we stood in the gap, that we stood for them, and we will not go down as a, another example in history of a people who watched everything stolen from them and stood by and asked how. But we will be that story that serves as a signal to generations and generations after us of what it means to be an American, of what it means to stand for freedom, of what it means to stand in the gap. I ask these things humbly in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. April, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to have you on. I look forward to our our next uh, our next appearance with you. So we'll have you back on uh, uh, two weeks from now. Uh, but please keep us updated. Uh, you're muted, just so you know. But uh, it's okay. Uh, but again, thank you. It, it's always a pleasure to uh, to have you on. And uh, I know you also do some homeschooling. So if you are someone who's done with this, you want to pull your kids out of schools, please go check out April's site. I think homeschooling is the way to go right now. Stop feeding the system. I love I love being with my kids too, and they love they love that I'm giving them attention and time. And that's honestly, you can give your kids a lot of financial things, but uh, nothing compares to the time that you put in with them, and they will remember that. And uh, so, yeah, thank you again, Apollo. It's always a pleasure to join your podcast. And uh, thanks again, you guys. Be blessed. You too. God bless you, April, and we'll see you soon.
Ah, one of my favorite people. So again, please go, uh, please go check out April. Uh, there's a lot that I want to talk about with with some of these specific abortion stuff, but uh, we'll get to it. I don't really think it's that important right now because we know the game. We know exactly what they're doing. This uh, this COVID agenda. They're focused on abortion, which they just mean to distract and keep everyone, uh, you know, keep everyone shuffling around, keep everyone turned against each other. Uh, they don't want us to look at the elections. That's what we need to focus on right now. There are lives being lost as a result of a stolen country, as a result of stolen elections. We're going to talk about that tonight when we have CanCon on as well. And uh, on the... Uh, on the abortions, we do have a fax blast out today, and I think it's really important that you go check it out. So I would uh, tell you all to check out the uh, campaign from today. You should have it in your email by now. If you don't get those yet, you can go to conservative-daily.com. The link is in the description of this show in order to sign up for those. Uh, but here it is. And just so, because I know we've talked about this a lot, uh, we're telling you about how they are looking to pass two federal abortion bills, um, or they actually did pass them in the in the House, uh, regarding to the uh, or relating to the Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade, and basically they are looking to undo what the Supreme Court did in turning the rights back to states, and they are now trying to minimize the state's ability to set their own abortion laws and regulations. Why? Because they're evil and they want to kill children, and part of it is simply uh, that this is their big issue. But I'll tell you right now, this is evil. They want us to rejoice in killing our own children. Think about how they've been able to, uh, to turn our minds toward that, how they have been able now to mobilize so many people and bring them to anger that they no longer have some supposed right to kill a child. And they've now have them focused on that, on killing the children of our own people. We are now killing our own people by our own will and they have, they have brainwashed so many to be upset about the fact that we can't do that anymore. While they, while they gaslight and grandstand about, uh, about the children lost by, uh, you know, by firearms, which is a minuscule percentage compared to the amount of people who are, uh, who are murdered in abortions. Uh, but if you go down to the bottom of this, you can actually change your, uh, change your message to Congress right here. So. Go ahead, and if you want to customize this, go ahead and type type in what you want to say. Uh, it's an open form for you. You can send it as is, or you can go ahead and uh, and customize it. You know, speak from your heart if that's what you wish to do. Uh, but you can do that on conservative-daily.com. Uh, sign up for the fax blast. When you become a member, you get to send one of these every day uh, for free to your reps. So it's a great tool. But that's it. Uh, I know we went a little bit over. God bless you all. Thank you so much for uh, for tuning in. We'll be back tonight. Uh, again, we will have CanCon on, uh, another amazing person that we're blessed to have connected with, and he's been working on this for a long time. So we're going to talk about some more elections and some more uh, nonsense from the psychopaths who currently, run this, uh, <laughs> who currently run this country and wish to continue running it. God bless you all. God bless America. We'll see you tonight. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. 
You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.